you know, you just got to give a hundred ten percent. You know, you want to play good. You hope you play good. And I think we played pretty good tonight. I gave a hundred and ten percent. Gave yeah, you always give a hundred ten percent, and that's what yeah. I like about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just want to go in there and give it a hundred ten percent. You want to play good. Yeah. You want to feel good. You know, because there ain't no iron team. <laughs> <laughs> the, same, the same fucking beats every time. You know, this that man, that's all he knows. That's all he knows. Welcome to the Bon Charles Cinecast, presented by the Prince Charles Cinema and the Breadcrumbs Collective. This is your host, Jonathan Foster, and I am here with my little Faust boy, my little, little devil, devil boy, boy. Phil. How's it going, Phil? Sorry, here I am. Cable's all stuck in my chair. Son of a bitch. <laughs> How's it going? I'm just man? thinking you should have brought Stevie out for last for the last episode. She's black in though. That that cat was white. With white. Steve, yeah. Steve didn't like that. She was just like, man, fuck that white cat. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie's a racist. <laughs> uh, I'm all right, man. Glad to be wrapping up this little mini arc. It's been fun. Mm. Um, but it, you know, good. I think yeah, I got. I think I got my f- fix. Yeah, your fix. Yeah, of, this is what of, we want. Of the Brendan movie. Yeah. And I hope other people did too. We had a little celebration. Mm-hmm. It was nice. And this is the. We'll see. We'll see how we end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like really we keeping Jonathan on the back foot because I know he loved this. Yeah, f- like fucking reach an apex and then just go like all the way down the hill. <laughs> yeah. We definitely uh, turned a corner. You know what? Fuck you. This film's great. <laughs> it's sadly our final week in our Brennanzans mini arc, like Phil said, but we are hopefully going to see our beloved BF, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's coming back to the again. cinema at, in the, at the double bill in yeah. April, right? Yeah, didn't you hear that last week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's coming back. So buy your ticket. Yeah. We might be telling the truth or lying. We're definitely lying. But, you know, Phil, we got one more time, one more chance. <gasps> One, one more chance more here. Time. One more time. One more time. One more last look. One more last yeah. film to celebrate with Brendan Fraser. Brendan! Brendan! Last week. We went treasure hunting and in Egypt. And we got caught up fighting a bunch of mummies and plagues and all sorts of shit. And that's behind us. We got out of the 90s. We're properly in the millennium now. And you yeah, can, and you can right, tell. Right away, you're like, oh, man. You can tell. This is a 2000s movie. <laughs> this week, we're standing at the crossroads with our boy, Brendan Fraser. We're looking to make a deal with the devil. What film? Yes. Dazzled. Elliot Richards needs a life. You're the man, Elliot. It's all about first impression. Go over there, say hello. But most of all, he wants Allison. Hi. Hi. Do I know you? Oh, I sure hope so. We've only been working together for the last four years. I don't think I've ever seen you before. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm here with some friends, and I was wondering if maybe you wanted to. Elliot has never had any of his dreams come true. I would give anything to have that girl in my life. Until now. 
Hello. You're very glib. I bet you're a whiz with the ladies. Well. Let's go someplace quiet so we can talk. Um, okay. What if I told you that I have the power to give you anything and everything you've always dreamed of? Who are you? Promise not to tell anyone? I'm the devil. Yeah, right. I am the devil. Satan, Lucifer, the prince of darkness. Well, the princess of darkness anyway. Why don't we take a look at the contract? I, the devil, with offices in Purgatory Hell in Los Angeles, will give you seven wishes for one piddling little soul. Is this real? It could be. Sign it, Elliot. Okay, I wish that I were married to Allison and that I were very, very rich and very powerful. You got it. Muy buenos días, señor. ¿Le apetece algo de comer? Como dices, no habla español. Un momento. Realmente estoy hablando español. Hola. Mucho gusto. No, gracias. Soy alérgico a los crustáceos. Elliot may have seven wishes. You turned me into a drug dealer. What's the big deal? You asked for rich and powerful. But she's not going to give him. Back so soon. A chance in hell. Bedazzled. Nobody gets it totally right right away. That's why you get seven wishes. Besides, do I look like somebody who tried to trick you? Desperate to gain the affection of a beautiful co-worker, Elliot, played by Brendan Fraser, <laughs> strikes a deal with the devil, played by Elizabeth Hurley. A th This is not me saying this. This is totally this <laughs> fucking thing that I just ripped. I didn't feel like changing it, but it was kind of funny. A drop-dead gorgeous woman with a <laughs> wicked sense of humor. In exchange Ooh. for Elliot's soul, she will grant him seven wishes. But with mm -hmm. each wish, he gets more than he asked for. It's the oh, it's a monkey paw situation. <laughs> fantasy romantic comedy written by Larry Gelbart, Harold Ramis, and Peter Tolan, based on the 1967 <gasps> film Bedazzled by Peter Cook and Dudley Moore, which is Based on the legendary Faust tell, and this film, the 2000 version, is directed by our boy R.I.P. Oh boy, Harold R.I.P. The legend. Uh, he and he or he already made an appearance, dude. Yeah, in he, Airheads. Yeah, it's all coming great? back. Yeah, he's in Airheads. Yeah. He was calling his shot. He was like, "I'll be back." Yeah. I did. I completely did, did not know this. This one, like, of all the fucking. Brendan Fraser films this in this like fucking arc that we've chosen. This is the only one that was on Disney Plus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I swear there was more. I yeah. swear like California Man or Airheads were was on there and yeah. they got taken down. Cause I had to yeah, I had to find California Man, especially was a bit hard to find. Um Bearhead and Mummy was yeah. okay. Um but yeah, this is the only one. Yeah. Weirdly. So I, I pop it on and it's the first time I watched it in years. And mm. I, you know, pop it on and I'm just like, fuck, Harold Ramis directed this? Like, I didn't <laughs> look it up. Like, I was just like, I want to talk about Bedazzled. That's what it. What a surprise, yeah. So, yeah. Hot takes out the gate, Bedazzled, man. Like, I don't know if you want to go first. Because you, you go first. You seem you like go. you were like pretty, you're like, I feel like you're going to break my heart. You're going to come in and just be like, man, fuck this movie. Uh Dude, I love this film. I like. I wanted to watch it. I was so all about it. You were, yeah, you were 
like I was like, dude, we gotta watch Bedazzle. It'd be fucking fun. Uh, and if anything, if it, if anything, it was just for me to like rewatch it. Just a reason to rewatch Bedazzle. Mm-hmm. That was it. And that's all. That's all I wanted. And it doesn't matter. It, you know, it's it's fine. <laughs> I got what I wanted. I had mine. Shit, get yours. It's not a great movie, but it's very funny, and it works. And I think it still kind of holds up. And I think like for me at least, and I think like people who probably shadow on the past should go back and rewatch it. Cause I think it's kind of a fun film. I think there's a lot of fun shit going on in here. There's a few really fucking funny scenes. There's scenes that I always knew were the funniest scene in the film that we've like already been riffing the on. Yeah, that, the like, basketball scene, what's dude. even funnier than I remember. It's like, so good. It's so good. We're going to talk about also, all this shit. I don't, I know you said there was this one's hard to like research, and yeah. I know it's a simple effect. But how the fuck did they make him look so big? Yeah, those. Yeah, that was that uh, that perspective shot sort of thing. Yeah. So good, man. Because now they would ju- they would just CGI his face yeah. on a big dude. Yeah, yeah. And it would look really weird. But I like, yeah, those things look good. He's seven foot six. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he he's like 10, 11 foot tall. No, no, no he's he not that tall. big. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Dude, like for real though, the cast as well. Like I like completely forgot about Orlando Jones. Like yeah, almost as an entire person. Like I forgot he existed. Yeah, evolution. Yeah, space. He was funny, man. And I was just like, dude, fuck yes, man. And he's so funny in this. Uh, It's funny the girl that he's into, Allison. Like for the most part, kind of doesn't even matter. Which is whatever. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. She's like a big part of the film, but it doesn't matter. It's mostly Elizabeth Hurley. Which is like yeah, 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 Elizabeth sure. Hurley as well is fucking great in this movie. She's so good. Better than I yeah. remembered. Like I thought so, I was so going good. into this thinking like, oh, when I was a kid and I first saw this film, I probably had a crush on Elizabeth Hurley, like probably every fucking yeah, young yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like rewatching it, I was just like, damn, dude, she's like one fucking great, funny. Two, mm-hmm. she like knows the character. She's in it and it works. She's believable. Three, the fucking outfits are incredible. She serves up like 17 billion different looks. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> they are good. That's when the 2000 sort of fashion like comes in and it's actually great. I love that. My favorite is just the t-shirt with the bejeweled bag. <laughs> Bad, it. Yeah, dude. I was I laughing. That. I was laughing was so good. hard at that. Like her hair was all kind of funny in that scene as well. Like yeah, just yeah. very 2000s. And the angel outfit. Yeah, I the like angel. Well. Yeah. Uh, it's like the halo too much. Yeah. And then like the effects are really silly. Like they're just bad, but kind of funny. Like, you know, it's like this low rent shit. Like, you know, this isn't the mummy. We don't have like, you know, uh, but millions, right but the end, they, it doesn't like, they kind of go for it. Yeah. 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 And then like, yeah. yeah. And then they make, you know, Elizabeth Hurley, like 80 feet tall. And that's like all you could ever want is a little like 12 year old watching this, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> like, yeah, dude, to crush you. <laughs> this shit was still fun to me, man. Like there was, it was weird how much I remembered. I must've seen this film so many times when I was younger. And like, it was one of those films that must've been like when we went and rewatched, uh, dude, where's my car? You remember, mm. like I was talking about, there was certain things that I like completely forgot about, like Shibby. Like I completely Shibby. forgot that my I'm friends and freak. I used to like say all that <laughs> shit all the time. Like, yeah, cause yeah. it was big enough in this circle with my friends, but like, dude, this film had so many lines that I forgot that I used to say all the time with my, either my sister or just my friends. Like, like, you know, the, the one where he finds out he's actually a gay man, like, and then like his, yeah, his yeah, partner's yeah, just like, it- <gasps> 
bye bye. Like I used to say that shit all the time, all the time. Like, like, <laughs> like, dude, like I was always quoting this shit, and it's like it's funny to rewatch it. Like I remembered almost everything. Like I was just like, Jesus Christ. So I, yeah, I, when, when we were doing the wishing, I was like, oh yeah, the drug dealer, and then. <laughs> I remember the the guy on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the basketball player. Sunset. Uh, I didn't really remember. Yeah, like the aristocrat one. Um, I f- the one I forgot was the president. I forgot about that one. Oh, because it's yeah. so short. Yeah, yeah. That that bit's funny though. It's like I think I've actually seen this play before, but I'm just gonna duck out. <laughs> Bless me. I I uh, I still think it's fun. It holds up. It's a fun time. It's uh, like I know it's not a great movie. And to be honest, I've not seen the original. I maybe if I have, it's bits and pieces. And I was aware mm-hmm. it was a remake because my parents had seen the original and they were telling me as a kid. And I kind of like Dudley Moore a little bit, but I'm from America, so like I'm sure there's like a bit of a crossover, there's like Arthur and stuff like that. Like, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and he was a big star in America. But I'm sure like you know him and Peter Cook were way bigger here in the UK. So I oh, yeah. obviously don't like I've been living here since. 2014 so mm. yeah my reach isn't very wide in terms of like very beloved british shit so uh <laughs> this is my bedazzled fuck everybody else. <laughs> and i live and die by this <laughs> how about you phil um yeah i don't want i'm not i'm not gonna come out and shit on it because you like, can if you want if you i'm not i'm i'm not i'm the i'm not feeling it i mm. i agree I'm I am with you. It's not a great movie, but it it has its moments. It's really funny. It rests entirely on the talent of its lead. Yeah, I think Brendan Fraser. I think it's a good one to end with Brendan Fraser. One because it kind of marks the kind of movie he would sort of fall sort into. of fade into, yeah. fall into the sort of romantic comedy and the sort of more family friendly stuff. And now he's coming back with a more dramatic turn. Mm. Um, it's funny though because now it's like he's. It's like he's taken the dramatic turn he probably always wanted to do. Yeah, could he? They were they were there. Yeah, there were a few. Mo- they, he did have obviously dramatic turns, yeah. like two thousand, late nineties and stuff. But that was never what he was known for. Yeah, because really. you go back now, to the yeah. first episode in Sino Man. I was talking about how he didn't want to do it because he saw himself as a thespian, and of course he had these yeah, little yeah. bits and pieces here and there. They were like, you know, we could have talked about them, but they're not the ones that people know him for. So that's why mm-hmm. we chose the ones we chose. But like, it's funny that his career was largely just a bunch of bullshit like this. They're like, yeah, 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 people like, but at the same time, they aren't good movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, well, Bedazzled, I'm with you. I loved it when I was younger, and uh, me and my brother used to cut it all the time, specifically the basketball player yeah. uh, bit when he's playing for the Diablos. Um, <laughs> gotta play good, gotta play real good. I still think that's fucking hilarious. It's so <laughs> funny. Um, but like, it's such a good showcase of Brendan Fraser because yeah. he is playing like never in different versions of himself, yeah. all different, all with their own sort of, it's just great. And it's, and it's media every time, like when he's playing the writer and he comes out the elevator and he just turns to the camera and he just, he's that guy yeah. and it's just great. This is Same him with, like, doing the, it seven he comes times. Running. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, I think that sort of the the best and worst thing about the movie is that it's very like the, the wishes that, that are very much, so it's like a theory of the vignettes almost. Yeah. And um, they're enjoyable for the most part. There's a couple that are fine, but they're quick. So that can be kind of hit and miss. 
but like though individually it's fun moment to moment it can be fun but as a movie i don't think it really come together or has much to say yeah if and that falls the, on that, his fucking the, ass at the end yeah <laughs> and that it 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 and it's a shame because i am coming from i think i knew this version way before the original but like mm. and i'm not none of that comes from me like really trying to compare the two but if i do compare the two could i i love peter cook and dudley more i was a big fan of them growing up they were like heroes of mine like some of the best comedy writers like the country like ever produced like uh pete and dad like not only but also the Derek and clive stuff i really recommend people try and seek it out and and dudley moore would sort of leave the duo and have some success in america yeah um and peter cook sort of he he's in a few movies you'll know him from like fucking he's in princess bride mowage he's that guy um, he's the bad guy in Supergirl for some reason. Um, so he had a few, he had a few goes, yeah. he thought of, he became more of like, a uh, a mainstay in the British comedy scene yeah. and very revered and respected and, you know, wrote stuff and did a radio show and stuff, but like their stuff together is amazing and it sort of culminated our, in this movie bedazzled that they made, um, based on the Faustian tale. And just the, the main difference is it's it like, it's just like one is like a very satirical, biting, cynical British comedy, very boilerplate, very like just people sitting around philosophizing about morality and identity and the yeah. afterlife. And this is very much what, if I would have guessed what an American remake looked like, it was this, this like big sort of hokey swaps out the cynicism for sentimentality out the conversation for like action sequences fuck yeah and that's in that yeah you fuck know what yeah, i mean like I, <laughs> but like it, it keeps the idea kind of intact yeah. and it does have fun with it but yeah. there's just no bite or danger to it literally the devil and she's not really that evil um and you know there's even in the original there's like almost a tragedy that underpins it like there's a why to like why the devil is trying to get Elliot or, or his name's not Elliot, I think it's Stanley, I forget his name in the original, but the Dudley Moore character. There's a reason to it and it ends on this really sad note for the devil. Um, but it ends on a similar note for Dudley Moore where it's just like you've, just going through these experiences, you've opened yourself up and now there's the potential to live a fuller life. Um, so they kind of keep that. Yeah, the, like the girl is like a non-character, but that's kind of the point because he's yeah. obsessing of a girl. He doesn't, he doesn't even know. know. Yeah, he doesn't know her, and I, yeah. I appreciate them kind of calling him out on that. But then they kind of give him anything he wants and give her gives him a girl that looks exactly the same. Um, <laughs> and it's more that he just le- he learned to not be like an obnoxious dick to his workmate, you know, yeah. and like learn to stand up for himself and yeah. confidence it's and all that. It's actually blah, blah, really blah, bad that, at the know. beginning, isn't it? You just feel so he's, he's, it's yeah, like he's just like, oh, you like, guys, he's doing like uh, a George McFly, like, yeah. oh, you, yeah. you, you almost, you try to ditch me. It's like he, you, you know, he knows. You know that guy at work. You know, he knows, but at the same time, he's trying to pretend like. He- He's, he's oblivious. He's he can't oblivious help it. to it, but you know he knows that everybody hates him, and it's so yeah. sad. It's just really yeah. sad to watch. It's like, oh god, it's actually really yeah. hard to watch. The first like yeah. five minutes of this movie are just like, Aah! yeah, it's fucking painful. But, yeah. but Brendan Fraser is phenomenal in this. Literally, it's fucking great. Knows yeah. exactly what she's doing. I'm with you. 
had a crush on Natalie. This fucking Austin Powers yeah. and my favorite Martian. Do you remember that movie? Oh yeah, my best friend the Martian. Yeah, yeah, with Chris Lloyd and Jeff Daniels. Yeah, she did that, and I I was really into that movie as well. This is like her, her best role. She's just yeah. having so much fun with it. Um, there's a nice reference to Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Oh yeah, she has her dogs. Peter and Dudley. Yeah, Peter and Dudley, yeah. which I like. Um, but that's kind of that's kind of it. I feel, and I feel like. I feel like of all people, Harold Ramis should have done more with this idea. Like this dude known for like his high concept comedy, mm. fucking Ghostbusters and Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day does a, like a better job of sort of thing. It's closer to the original bedazzled that movie <laughs> yeah. um, somehow. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed going back to it, but like as a, as a whole movie, it didn't really come together for me, but like, it is very enjoyable. I would still recommend watching it. It's oh, very yeah. funny. You're going to have fun. It's, it's funny. Especially scene to scene. It's never boring. Yeah. It moves. It come, doesn't waste your time. You jump into it. You get right fucking out of it. Everything wraps up nice and happy at the end. It's got it's shot well. It's got style to it. I like the. I really like the opening and closing sequences with the, you know, like uh, labeling people and stuff. And they yeah, go through crowds. Yeah, 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 or they're yeah. stuck. I really like that. I thought that was really, really cool, really interesting. Um, but yeah, it's just Brendan Fraser playing just all sorts. Of, and it was funny because I was thinking of like, you know, with uh, uh, Kwan from Everything Everywhere, like mm. getting props for doing a similar thing yep. now. And it's cool to see Bre- Brendan Fraser doing that. And that's yeah. the appeal, right? Yeah, like, that's the appeal. And I this, think that's this is nostalgic and there's probably a cult following yeah. for this movie. And it's fun. It's silly, but like, again, it's really... It's fine. And you could tell they're having a good time. And yeah. that goes such a long way with these kinds of movies. There's, to, you know, for the time that it came out as well, like, it's not that bad. There's no, like, no, no. It's pretty, again, it, there's it's no one gone moment in 50 seconds. When, he, when they, like, appear. They handle the gay stuff well. Yeah, they hand, <laughs> it's yeah for real. It's like. And you think it's going to come earlier. Yeah. You think it's going to come for the sensitive bit. Yeah. Where he can't stop crying at the sunset. You think it's going to be for that character. Yeah. And then they leave it for the for the writer character, yeah. which I liked. And they definitely handle it well. It's like, it has that sort of sen- sentimentality of, like, I don't know, the, almost the way, like, Seinfeld handles, like, it, it very much in that vibe, the way Seinfeld would handle, like, a uh, gay sort of character or whatever. It's always just like one person who seems to have a problem. Like George Costanza. <laughs> George. But like, you know, because but George had his own part, sort of it's like, tendency. yeah, it's okay. Whatever. It's not anything wrong with it. Whatever. You know, and like, like that, that's sort of the vibe. We're still living in this sort of time where, you know, there will be like these sort of like, Ooh, gay sort of thing. Like, but mm. it actually isn't too bad for the time. The worst thing really is like when they show God shows up. They well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they no. I was going to say when they that. they go to they're in Allison's room, like in her yeah, like, going, through, going a through a shit. shit. And he goes to peek and he goes and peeks on the shower. It's a bit meh, but yeah. What he's like? Come on, she's like, come on. You know you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what do you think I am? Some sort of a uh, pathetic? Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. No, honestly, yeah. they're back and forth. Yeah. It's no fucking good. It's I worth, think that's what makes it work. It, it carried. Yeah, it does. Like, it does. It it's carries not a the good movie. movie again. It's moment to moment. It's, it's, it falls I, apart I, at the, the end. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, the but ending is bollocks. Like you say, like, it is sort of like these weird vignettes, and it sort of works really well. I think it's really fun. Elizabeth Hurley kind of doing her own little shit, you know, and he just pops in on her, and she's yeah, doing, like doing like the, stupid shit. 
fucking with p- patients at the hospital. Yeah, like yeah, giving them candy, fucking up yeah. the traffic lights. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love all that stuff. Corrupting the youth, um, mm. which I, you know, I think it's like I, I hundred percent agree with you what you're saying, and like the idea. This feels very like, oh, this is what America would do with this sort of story. And even to the point of casting Elizabeth Hurley and just like her being this like, oh, uh, you know, the British bombshell, you know, just like putting her in on the screen and just in skimpy outfits and just like, you know, silly sort of like jokes about that. But the original had the original had Raquel Welch. R.I.P. by the way. Uh, By the way. Really weird. The night I was watching this film. This obviously will be a couple weeks after she has passed away. So it's like, it sounds a bit late, but literally the night I was watching the film, we watched the movie, turned it off. And Julia was like, Oh no, Raquel Welsh passed away. And I was just like, wow, she was in the original. That's so weird. So yeah, it was like odd timing, but um, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what Raquel Welsh was back in the day. And I think it sort of works perfectly with Elizabeth. Yeah. And and it's great. It just, it's um yeah that's a nice thing and like one more thing on like this is a good one sort of go out on Brendan Fraser could it, it's like a, almost like a best of everything he's done up until this point you yeah. even get the big like action beat with the when he's the Colombian drug lord and he's like yeah. jumping on helicopters and shit <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like ripped straight from the mummy yeah. like um and you you have the oh, play good like you have this big dumb sort of caveman type yeah. character and then you have yeah you have the more intellectual like thespian type yeah. thing then should that dude can play it he all. can do it all he can do he it can all do it all he's so good man he's i think this man. film like that's what makes this film work for me because it's like i like brendan fraser i want to see brendan fraser like do a bunch of different shit and it's a lot of fun man and it's like a unique way to do a bunch of different skits just tie it all together with the stupid falcian tell and i will say I love a Faust tale. Dr. Mm. Faustus by Christopher Marlowe was like my favorite book in school. Like I hate it reading whatever stupid shit they'll give you at school. But for whatever reason, I love Dr. Faustus. I don't know if it was just this guy going around with the devil playing jokes on like, you know, the Pope and shit. I just kind of was drawn to, but I've always loved a Faustian tell. I loved mm. Bedazzled growing up. There's so many other like Faust style films and stuff or like making deals with the devil. Sort of the whole idea of uh what was his name robert johnson i sold my soul to the devil to, so i could play this guitar and stuff you know so it's like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing has always been like really really yeah. cool like i like i like it as like a sort of like uh i don't know it's just maybe it's because from where i'm from like it's very religious and like anytime someone's playing around with the devil it's kind of funny because like I feel, I feel like people are taking that shit too seriously whereas this film's mm. like really silly but like yes when god shows up when uh, it's sort of like the magical, it's a little too heaven and earth for me at times. It's too well. Yeah. It's very, uh, you know, it's very. What we talked about on the Twilight Zone, it's the magical black magic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and tell yeah. you know, it's sort of teaching uh, Elliot his big lesson. Yeah, um, I think like Harold Ramis wasn't allowed to like not. I, I think he was wasn't allowed to go double barreled with this, probably because it was like this sort of god thing and they didn't want to offend people so it's like you mm-hmm. have to do this sort of morality tell at the end of the day when like dr faustus was not it was just like double barreled <laughs> fucking because of that time it was sort of like everything was sort of like you know fuck the you know the religious organizations like a lot of that like and it was really radical for the time but a lot of these like 
authors and stuff back in the day were writing these really insane sort of things that were sort of against the grain of like, you know, the organized religion and like, you know, just being sort of ostracized for it. And then, mm. you know, and you get in trouble, you just create a new character called uh, William Shakespeare and start writing characters and stories and stuff <laughs> through Shakespeare. Because, you know, that's what Christopher Marlowe did. <laughs> and we know that. That's fact. Fine. That's fact. No, I, I, I do love that as a, a conspiracy theory that uh, Marlowe was actually Shakespeare. I mean, why not? He might be. He might have been. Have you ever met Shakespeare? Have, have you, you ever seen them in the same room? Have you? Exactly, bro. Uh, this is going to be a short and sweet get in and get out, like you were kind of saying with this film <laughs> uh, episode. Because, uh, dude, I don't. I, one, I did a lot of work last week on the the mummy episode, <laughs> and I kind of like just didn't care when I got to this point uh, for bedazzled. I was like. It's going to be more fun, Phil and I, just kind of talking about, like, you know, our favorite bits and pieces from each of these. Because, like, you know, that's the film. That's the movie. That's the That is the film. Uh, speaking of which, with the very first wish, what does he ask for? He wishes to be very rich and very powerful. Uh-uh. And to be married. That is not the first wish, Phil. And that is oh, the same trap he falled right. into. It Fuck. was a... Big Mac and Coke, snack time! There's something about that look you gave to me. I know you could only mean one thing. It's snack time. In the morning. It's snack time. In the evening. It's snack time. I can't wait for you. It's snack time. To say those words to me. It's snack time. Oh boy! Did you? you did, oh boy! Wait, wait! Oh, you got the same thing. You got a Coca Cola. I got a Coke. I got a. I got a Coke Zero Zero. <laughs> nice caffeine free Coke Zero. Beautiful. Cheers! Cheers! Dink, dink, chin, chin. <sighs> That's not all I got though. Same, bro. What did you get? I did. I almost ordered a Big Mac, but I like, did nah. get it. A big you set up a pitch. <laughs> Look, dude, this is great here. Oh, this is I great. Want the big I don't have a microwave, right? I've said that before. Yeah. Me and Julia aren't microwave yeah. people. But what I have been using a lot lately, this sounds insane, but this shit worked and it's still nice and warm. I've been using a slow cooker lately. And I had the slow <laughs> cooker sitting out and I bought this Big Mac earlier and I was like, well, it's going to be cold. And like, I was like, man, what the fuck? I, I was like, whatever, man, let's try it. The slow cooker has a warm, like a warm setting just to keep food warm. And I just stuck the box in there. I put a bit of foil under it, stuck the box on it and just closed it up. And it was sitting there for like two and a half hours. And just stayed warm. It was nice and piping hot. Nice and toasty. Still nice, nice and warm. bro. And it didn't uh, ruin it or anything. It still looks all right. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I want a Big Mac. You know what? I haven't had a Big Mac. I swear it must be like going on over 10 years, maybe even close to 15. Really? I don't eat McDonald's much. Okay. 
when we used to go like out, you know, when I would fraternize with the staff and stuff back mm-hmm. in the day, uh, go out to the Phoenix and stuff would be out until like two or three in the morning. I don't do that shit anymore. But like back in the day when we used to do it, it was like, you know, you go to McDonald's after you hit up this yeah. one on the strand or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I would always get chicken nuggets. I never get Big Macs. So I haven't had a Big Mac. It actually used to be my go-to when I was a kid. I used to love a Big Mac, but I haven't had it in years. So first one, and I'm going to hate myself later. <laughs> Ooh. You know what? It actually is still nice and warm. It tastes probably good. as good as it was like when got I got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's made of plastic. It's no good. How would it? It's not bad, dude. It, you know what? 10 billion times better than that fucking, like, whatever that, what was that thing called? Oh, the Rustlers? The Rustlers burger? I almost, I almost got that today. No, I, I almost, did, for I, a laugh, got a big stack. One of those, like, knockoff Big Macs that you get, and yeah, get in the yeah. Frozen section. But also, I didn't want to turn into one of those Rustlers situations again. <laughs> Just in case, yeah. No, Big Mac and could. I saved them. One, I don't really eat meat anymore. Occasionally, mm-hmm. I will. Um, but Big Macs, for some reason, are like exclusively if I'm drunk. If I'm going out for a drink, that's the only time. If I go to McDonald's otherwise, I wouldn't get it. But like, it, it hits the spot. It's yeah. like, it, it's good. It, it's very, very nice. Just it is nice. It's okay. And the double patty and the pickles. And just, McDonald's nice. has that like certain, it's just like all their food just kind of tastes like what it tastes like it doesn't matter if it looks i mean this looks disgusting but like it <laughs> it tastes it's like mcdonald's good. i don't know yeah and that's I'm what actually, you want sometimes you know what slow cooker you know what you're getting you want to keep that shit warm cookers. get a slow cooker man i'm actually pretty impressed how many wishes are you going to give it <laughs> uh three Classic, classic genie thing, you know. Yeah. We're not messing around with three this, like, more seven wishes. wishes. It's three, yeah. you know. Three. Seven sounds good. Um, good. I I almost did that, and then like I was like, how do I order it? Do I get one? But I was like, I was gonna do the same thing: coke and a burger of some kind. But they had rustlers, but I was like, I don't want to do that, and I don't want to like eat some dodgy meat or whatever. But I saw these, and I was like, these could be good. Never had these before. Um, they're biscuit burgers. Biscuit burgers. Whoa! Yeah, what the I was hell actually is looking that? for like the candy burger. It's called wow. The brand is Biscolata. Yeah, burgers. Biscuit bites with chocolate and hazelnut flavored creme. They're fifty nine p. I was just like, I've never seen this. I've never tried this, and I was like, this could be fun. Biscuit burgers and a coke. Now, did you get this to the same place where you got your uh, your snack last week, where the woman was like? Do you need any help, sir? Yes. What does she recommend that? No, I just saw oh, okay. it <laughs> hanging. It wasn't in the main thing. It was hanging on the corner of the aisle. Mm. So I was like, okay, so you can see it's like a burger. Yeah, it's like it kind of looks like your Big Mac. That looks like uh like if there was an American cereal, you know, like we were talking about cookie crisp. Like, yes, yeah, it'd like, be like a this. couple weeks ago. That's like if there was just some burger cereal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay but it's like it's hard like a little biscuit Ooh, what's it taste like is it meat flavor it's, nice. it's really no it just tastes like it's got like hazelnut chocolate in the oh, middle oh okay so it tastes that it's like really creamy and nice and hmm. 
or just like light, um, just like a light biscuit either side of it, quite soft. <laughs> Very sweet. Is it just like a date inside? It's exactly the same thing as no. I had last week. <laughs> you could you could pop these like pills, yeah. Look, but they got like sesame seeds on them, mm. or it's made to look like just sugar. These are pretty good though. It's not bad. It's pretty solid. Cute. That's a little Big Mac right there. A little, you got a Big Mac, I got a little Mac. But mm-hmm. got the co- I got the real Coke. You got that caffeine-free. Zero. This one's pretty good, though. The zero. Zero. It's not bad. The zero, zero. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Refreshing. <sighs> pretty good. Um, not bad for snack time. Yeah. Yeah, I almost did the one I got last week, but this week, and I thought that would work as well. But then I was struggling so much in the last <laughs> one, I just swapped them. Yeah. Because I saw these and I was just like, that'll yeah, work. That works, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about last week, it was kind of funny. Like I was talking about, you know, going through, this is how little I cared to do any shit for this episode and how little I actually, <laughs> I didn't do anything for this episode. But yeah, I, uh, I was uh, <laughs> I was walking through the supermarket like I was saying last week. I was like walking through the Asda trying to find something, and one of the aisles I went down was like the cereal aisle. I was just like, eh, maybe there'll be like something in America. There was, there's definitely some like fucking mummy o's or something, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, man, the UK sucks for cereal. There's never any like. There's always something stupid in America, and there's just never anything here. You just like, well, mm. like why? Why aren't there like some Pharaoh O's, you know, like, you know, some, some pyramid crispies or something, you know, it's like, come yeah, on, yeah. man. But, sarcophagos. Um, sarcophagos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's little bodies inside each one. Yeah. There's like a fucking, there's, dude, I swear to God, there's like cereal for every fucking famous monster in America. There's like, you know, Frankenberries. There's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it like the Coke, like Count Chocula? Yeah, Count, Count Chocula. Chocula. Man, there's there's probably a werewolf <laughs> one as well. I mean, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna Google it. Mummy, mummy cereal, mummy cereal. Dude, I bet you back yeah. in 2000 there was a yummy really, mummy. I bet it's you there was yummy a really mummy. cool like cereal tie-in uh, or something like that back in the day. Yeah, m- yummy mummy, fruity yummy mummy. Yeah, monster mallows. Dude, I'm telling you, Marshmallows. man. You were right, dude. America's America's where it's at. And that's why I don't I want it. you to put any fucking like like hate on America for what they did to Bedazzle. Because like America knows what's <laughs> up. They know I'm what's good just, for you. I'm only pointing out the difference. I'm not saying it's not good for yeah. you. But um that's that is it's just a good analogy. One is cereal. <laughs> you know, just sugar cereal is empty. It's not gonna give you anything good, but it's nice while you eat it. Yeah, that's I did. I did really like the wishes, though. I mean, like we were saying, like you know, the Big Mac and Coke, whatever. That's that. Yeah, that was yeah. A, a funny little. That, uh, it's like, that's oh, a classic devil yeah. trick, right there. Yeah, where he even had to pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done this myself. But yeah, they're getting rich. That was funny. To Allison, and he just becomes this Columbia drug lord. Like I just remembered the so much the ra- the, the nose. Ra- yeah, he like cocaine, cocaine. Like I love when he the like nose. he sees Raul. Like I completely forgot about this bit, but it's so funny when he just rips his mustache. Oh, that looks. <laughs> he's got that yeah, little that like home. a little band aid on. 
Got a dawn. And then she's like, she doesn't like you because you're just like a whipped little boy in this scenario. Like, um, but like that was weird because I was like, this dude, she should be terrified of him if he's mm. like a Pablo Escobar type. Yeah, yeah. But I guess he's still like Elliot, um, or he's meant to be. Um, that bit's funny. Just like, but look, he's like super tan. He got the fake nose. He got the mustache and the hair. And it again reminded me of California man. Cause he's doing the, he's like, wait, I am speaking Spanish. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. he starts doing all like Spanish catchphrases. And it's like that bit in the bar where he's like, donde esta la biblioteca or whatever. Like, okay, so. This film's just playing the hits, dude. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a bit funny. It's really funny. The next wish he, when he uh, decides that that's a little too much to be a Colombian drug lord and he actually really wants Allison to love him instead of cheating on him with her English instructor, uh, he, he wishes <laughs> to be emotionally sensitive. and uh, The most sensitive guy in the world. Emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> I, yeah, I, like Elizabeth Hurley makes a sort of joke like, you know, oh, caught on to that. I could have yeah, had, fun, have with had that. fun Like, what would she have done to him? He, he would have been fucking Samuel Jackson in Unbreakable. Yeah, fucking Glass, Mr. Glass. <laughs> yeah, he can't, like, he can't be touched. He just breaks a million pieces. <laughs> or he's got, like, every allergy in the world or yeah, some shit. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Bubble Boy. This one, yeah, Bubble Boy. He'd become the Bubble Boy. <laughs> this one's funny, man. Like, Again, the fucking the shit, the, the how they make him up. They should have got an Oscar for dude. Him, he looks Peter. like fucking Pete Davidson, but a redhead. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, he got the he hair. So he, weird. He got the hair and yeah. the skin. They freckled him up, and he yeah. got like fake teeth and shit. And he's just like, oh my love, you know. And he's like, can I draw you? I just feel like drawing you. I was coming like, over here. Do you want to hear the song? I wrote about dolphin <laughs> yeah. tuna. It was like I was coming over here. Sorry, it was a little late, but like I just started looking up and I saw that. that Sunset, and I just when oh, is it gonna set? Gonna damn it! Set? <laughs> yeah, dude, I just love it. Like, uh, yeah, they're singing that song. I almost got some tuna for snack time because it's like dolphins, uh, yeah, yeah. tuna, tuna. That was Harold Awful. Ramis playing guitar, by the way. That was one bit that I saw. Really, one bit I found. Ah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. You could yeah. tell he's not playing, <laughs> and like you, you could tell. Uh, sorry, like you said, uh, this this uh, scene has little. Dudley and Peter uh, homage. Yeah, because Lit Hiley showed up. Yeah. She starts showing up in all the wishes. <laughs> just a ruined shit. <laughs> but I do love when they just, like, he's sitting there. It's, is it when he's singing or he's just professing his love to her or whatever, and then they just start she, kicking dirt in his face? Yeah. Those fucking guys, total Again, beach dudes, just like, Ugh. Beach bros. <laughs> Again, perfect commitment. Yeah. They do it like five times, and he's doing the lines with a mouthful of sand. <laughs> and he's just like, just look, guys, okay? We, we can work this out. I'm <laughs> just like covered in sand. Yeah, I love the the friend, the friend, the office guy coming yeah. back in each scenario in different ways. And this guy just like, you know, she's like, you're too sensitive. I want someone who will ignore me and just want to get my pants. And he's like, that'd be me. <laughs> that'd be me. <laughs> that'd be me. <laughs> yeah. As uh, Paul Adelstein as Bob. And then Orlando Jones, we've already talked about. He's great. He plays Daniel. And then uh, there's Toby Huss, who plays Jerry. And speaking of Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, Toby Huss, if you're a Seinfeld fan, you would know him as The Wiz. Nobody beats The Wiz. Because I'm The Wiz. I was loving when I saw him. I was like, fuck yeah, it's The Wiz. I forgot he was I'm, in this. 
just so you know, I'm making my way through Steinfeld now. I'll eventually get these references. Yeah, you'll find the ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll find the way. <laughs> it's I'm very in, late. I'm on, so. season, I'm on season two. So it's very here late. We go. But that show is so easy to watch. It's like... That's the oh, thing. Even so when I'm not enjoying it, it's just very watchable. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. It's getting better. Um, it gets better and better as it goes anyway. Mm. But it's like fucking even the final season. It's just funny That's- as shit. This is why I started watching. My brother's making his way through it, and mm-hmm. I went over to see him, and he just had some some on in the background. It was season nine. Yeah. And it was so funny, dude. And I was like, if this is as good as it is in the last season, I'll check out. Because yeah. I've seen lots of Seinfeld, but I've never like just gone and like worked my way through them. I've seen like the big, I've seen like the big episode. I've seen like the, the pirate shirt and yeah. the no soup for you and that sort of thing. And the master of my domain. Um, but now I'm like actually working through it and I'm, I'm enjoying it. So yeah, yeah hopefully I'll get all these people that you're like, that dude from Seinfeld. That from Seinfeld. <laughs> My whole life was watching Seinfeld growing up. Like I never Fair watched enough. friends like until like, you know, I, I watched friends it, guy, yeah. I watched it off and on. Like, you know, my mom watched it a lot and I would watch some episodes. So I was aware of like what was going on at the time, but like, I didn't really sit down and watch it until like, years and years later and it was like me and julia went through it and it's just like i was always like i'm a seinfeld guy fuck friends (laughs) like and you know watching friends was fun but it's like it's not for me it's like it's not like a classic whereas seinfeld i could watch all the time it's fucking great it's just really fun but anyway uh he's too emotional he gets back he wishes crying to be masculine he wants to be dominant he wants to be like mm. you know a force to be wa- reckoned with he wishes you think what i'm thinking nba basketball player and uh yeah we get a fun little dennis Rodman <laughs> joke ah no <laughs> michael jordan michael jordan yeah, yeah. air elliot air elliot dude this is the best shit in the whole entire this is the best wish it's so right funny it's so to the layered point, like, and f- it's like layered. funny shit yeah, it's like the multiple idea. Like it's referenced early in the film, like mm. in his cubicle, he got Diablo shit yeah. everywhere. So you know it's kind of coming. You know he likes basketball, but like even to the point, it he's actually stupid. Like when he tried <laughs> to fucking put in the yeah, page dude, number, so good. He's that got like all the like, and he got all, all the, the little things six six six. Remember, and then he's like six, nine, six, nine, six. nine 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 no. oh, seven seven seven. That bit was so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him just being like, ah, oh, you know, like yelling at an inanimate object with so Linkovich Chimofsky. Yeah. The genius it. of that scene is it's more than just like the, the sweating. The yeah, the sweating. sweating. I'm sorry. Yeah. The sweating so is funny. insane. And just the whole thing, like all the shots and everything of him like playing basketball is really funny. Him breaking the glass, the oh, yeah. the uh, the interview and everything, like all that is like it's if if anyone knows this film, they will remember that. And we've been quoting it throughout the whole play like, good, you know, play good, feel good. Yeah, give give it, you know, you just gotta go out there, and give it hundred ten percent. You know, <laughs> you play good, you feel good. You know, just you know, <laughs> I, I think, think we play pretty good tonight. I think we play pretty good tonight. <laughs> yeah, like it's so funny. It's just great. But the thing that I was laughing at the most that like I didn't even remember how funny it was. Was the announcers in the background just? Yes, oh, dude. It's Again, so Orlando good. Jones. Like Orlando Jones and Paul Edelstein. Like pre dodgeball, sort yeah. Of thing. But they're Very doing funny. that like total 
like NBA on TNT, like, you know, Charles Barkley talking to some mm. like, you know, yeah, I don't know, like the, the proper play by play commentator yeah, yeah, with yeah. the color commentary thing. Like, it's so fucking funny, dude. Like, yeah. Elliot going up there now. He's going to slam jam now. It's like, oh, he, he's up there playing like he's uh, 10, 11 feet tall, maybe even 12 feet. And it's just like, oh, he's he not that tall. No, he's not that big. He not that tall. No, but I'm saying he's like, he's playing like he's 11, 12 feet tall. It's just so funny. Like all that shit. It's like, look at him. Oh, Elliot going up. He's going to break that glass. Oh, they're they going to have to replace that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. So funny. Like, just it's undercutting like layered. the whole thing. Yeah. It's layered in like just silly jokes. And then of course it pays off that he just has a small dick. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Like a, like a little teeny weeny. Yeah. There's a great joke though that I forgot about where she tried, she's hitting on him and she try Allison and hitting on him and yeah. being like, why don't you come back to mine for a little one-on-one? Yeah. And he's like, oh, oh, oh sure. I'd kill you in one-on-one. <laughs> yeah, he's just that so line dumb. really got me. Yeah. He's so he's like, I bet your ego is really huge. I'll get a little bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get some little happy. <laughs> yeah. And him just, well, he's just like, well, all right. He take the towel off and he's just angry. <laughs> hell no. Uh, damn oh, the devil. Damn. damn the devil straight to hell. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, shit. So no, that's the, best, that's the best sequence in the movie. It's yeah. just like, it's just so funny. Uh, and then, of course, he uh, wants to be intelligent after that. And he wants to be witty and he wants to be well endowed. So <laughs> he, he becomes this, uh, you know, not practical joke big, but, you know. Sounds good, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he, I got it. He, I just say I wish and I'll fill in the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he gets turned into this, like, stupid sort of aristocratic, like, I don't know, writer. Yeah, pretentious sort of writer at this like uh, at this function at this like party he's at, yeah. and he's just like everybody loves him, and he's so he goes on and on about like you know intellectual inspiration and the deep you know um, allegory of his work. Yeah, it sort of has like really showing up total, very total rom com um, vibes, like you know. Which is very big really and awful. Funny. You know, like I wouldn't yeah. like that guy. He seemed really obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then great payoff. Yeah. Take payoff all the way home. He gets so and then funny. <laughs> right there in the bed. Yeah, he's like Who? And I love the he's like, I'll prove it to you. And he kicked me, he's like, Yeah, I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, like, okay. uh, get get home safe. I don't <laughs> remember the like what the uh the play or the the musical was that the that his partner uh, oh, says, yeah. but it was just funny. Like, like, well, oh, name, name the cast from the Broadway play of blah blah blah, and he was just like <laughs> naming. Like, well, the original run had this, <laughs> it's like, shit. and now the revival had this. <laughs> <laughs> That's Bye-bye. funny. Bye-bye. Yeah, uh, and then of course he wants to be noble, uh, strong leader, and he wishes to be the president of the United States. Which this is the one I forgot. But why about. did that? Yeah, because like why. Abraham Lincoln. Like, why would he want to go back in time? Well, and she could he didn't say right. that. The devil did that, that to him. But it takes the piss. <laughs> yeah. it, like, it really takes the piss because it's like, 
You screwed him over. You literally made him Abraham Lincoln, and he's about to be assassinated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the At fuck this is he point, supposed she's to do? like playing game set point. You know, like she's just yeah, like, she's trying to. She's like she trying give to give a like, fuck. She had the soul. Yeah, she's just like going for the match here. Like she's just li- literally like almost there. Mm. She's even tricked him into thinking that he has two more wishes. <laughs> like you know, none of a bitch. Yeah. So yeah, that shit's he, funny. And then uh yeah, he's he's at his last wish and of course it's uh he's he goes to prison. I mean, to be honest, that scene that leads up to him going to prison cuz it is kind of funny. You get Brian Doyle Murray, Bill Murray's brother uh playing Oh, at the church. Like the priest or whatever. At the yeah, that would be good. But like, like reading, no, I like really need to talk to God like urgently. <laughs> important. I really like that. Yeah. And he like he, you know, basically confesses what he needed to say and then the cops just show up and take him out but like the whole scene leading up to it where he's like he's just like you said sort of like learned to stand up for himself like just he's at work and he's sort of like not taking any shit and he's like he he's just cool then you're just like Mm. dude that's brendan fraser like that's the real brendan fraser you you know how they always cool you know how they make i forget what film it was I didn't see it. I remember it was the Tom Cruise movie. I think it was what, like Edge of Tomorrow, one of those. Yeah. Like Live, Die, Repeat, one of those. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, he starts kind of weakling and then turns into an action hero. Yeah. And I remember someone saying, be like, it's just Tom Cruise learning how to be become Tom Cruise in this movie. <laughs> and that's kind of what this is. It's like yeah. Brendan Fraser becoming the actual Brendan Fraser by the end, where he's like cool and calm and collected yeah. and... And like, like when he finally talked to Allison, it's great. He's like, you know, he's witty and it's not too much. He's sensitive, but it's not too much. And, you know, she turns, turns him down. down but, <laughs> but he's like, yeah. that's exactly how that should end. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what he needs to learn. Be like, you waited too long. You know what I mean? Like, you should have said something you've been working with over four years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, yeah, that is funny. You finally, because at the, the, the beginning, it's fucking unbearable, especially because it's not him. We haven't seen him play a character really like that so far. He's more like Dave. Yeah. yeah in the yeah, beginning yeah. of the movie. He is, know? yeah. Yeah. That's the Just thing so like desperate. about like films from this era, even though this is like a good almost the problematic you know, nineties guy. Like pin, shit, but yeah, know? that problematic nineties guy that they still haven't figured out yet. Like, you know, because like you're supposed to be feeling empathetic for someone who's annoying. Doesn't get it too pushy. Like, you know, just it's almost like incel. Like it set people up for incel, like, you know, mindsets, really. Cause like these guys just think that they're like they are are deserving of love and appreciation from women. If they decide they want a woman, they believe that that's the woman that should be theirs because they like them Mm. and stuff. And it sets up with this really unhealthy sort of like relationship with women in general (laughs) relationship Mm -hmm. with other people. Like, cause you know, you just become like sort of, I don't know, like a social outcast, which is what's Mm -hmm. happened to Elliot here. He's just like, no one likes him because he's just like tries too hard. And Mm. you know, it's just like, just chill out, man. But like, what, what do you do for people like that? (laughs) Like, you know, maybe stop feeding them films like this, but like, God damn it. The basketball scene's so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) They balance it. They do, they, they do balance it a bit better here. He's never like, he's not, you know, like it's just, you do feel just bad for him. Yeah. You know, like she said at one point, it's like, you know, you're not happy. Fucking every night you go to, like you go home and you sit alone and you watch TV until you 
fall asleep. And it's just yeah. that over and over again. And, you and he's cry. not like, <laughs> and you cry. <laughs> and he's like, and, he's, and you wonder why nobody likes you. And it, it's just that. And you just yeah. kind of feel for him. He's just a guy who hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah. I, you know, and there's room for that. There's room. Yeah, of course. Because like yeah. everybody's got to figure it out. Man or yeah, woman. Because, human being. not weird. Have to figure it with, out. He's not weird with Allison. There's not really that level of entitlement you get yeah. with incels. It's more like, oh God, like why can't I fucking, you know, yeah. be with, why can't I like have the courage to do this? Why can't I? Yeah, I'm not saying he's out. an incel. I'm just saying films like this, this, this kind opens, of character yeah. that was really rampant in the time of the yes, yes, 90s sure. and the 80s and stuff. It just really set up, you know, the loser who like, mm. you know, because that was a trope. Like Loser, like the movie Loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, fucking hell, American Pie in general. You want to talk about Jason Biggs? Yeah. Jesus. I rewatched that shit. I wanted that it to fucking be, pie. I wanted it to be fun, but man, these guys make an incel pact. Like it's fucking crazy. I was, like, I couldn't <laughs> believe that's like that. That was what that movie was. Like mm. three American incels, four incels getting together and just like we're gonna get laid before you know before summer vacation or or before we graduate or whatever. It's like, dude, what? What? <laughs> like, we're making a pact now? Come on, man. <laughs> Like, How about you do your thing and I do mine? Yeah. I mean, you feel bad for uh, Elliot because you have this whole vibe like where he's like, you know, he, he says some shit at times too where he first meets Elizabeth Turley and he's sort of like, oh, sorry, I'm, you know, I don't pay for sex or whatever. Like, you know. Yeah, he thinks you don't. Like, <laughs> it's like. That's what I mean. There's a few jokes there yeah. that edge it, you know, yeah. that I'm like, put go there. Yeah. Go, go a bit darker. I, I seriously don't think they were able to. You know, I think there yeah, was like think parameters they were putting up and it was a weird time like where I feel like it's weird. Like it feels like we've gone backwards in what people are like, because there's a lot of a policing of like what people can say and do, uh, obviously for good in some respects. And then some in some respects bad, like we we're a little too like, you know, sensitive about stuff. But at the same times we're, you know, we're becoming more sensitive to things that like people shouldn't have been joking about back in the day. So it's yeah, like this yeah, weird fine sure. line yeah, yeah. we're trying to like figure out. But I feel like today people can be a little bit more edgy and people are kind of like chilling the fuck out about like uh, some of this, you know, shit that people could have done back in the day. Like, uh, sorry, that people sh- wouldn't be able to do back in the day, like in the 90s and 2000s and stuff. But like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, it's really odd. It's hard to kind of like figure out because sometimes it feels like we're progressing and sometimes it's like, oh man, we're really going back. Like, it's really mm. a odd thing to think about. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This this film's like funny. I don't know. It's, it is what it is. It was released in October 2000. It did okay at the box office. It made $90.3 million on a $48 million budget. Like, it was a not bad. number one film here, I think in the UK uh it topped the box office when it was released in november of 2000 but it only managed the number two spot in the u.s because it failed to move past the surprise smash hit of the time meet the parents oh yeah, sure that was a big film fair enough uh, fair enough. critics pretty much hated the film <laughs> elizabeth <laughs> hurley was praised but some saw brennan fraser's performance as a bit of a step back fair enough uh, Harold Ramis also didn't get much love as they were comparing it to his past works and also, of course, the original 1970, uh, 1967 film, which they didn't feel it came close to. So, I don't know. I don't really care. I think it, 
it's like whatever, you know. It's a fun, it's a fun movie, and probably the last decent movie like Al Jamison ends up directing. Yeah. Um, he didn't do too many after this, you know. He would do like no, year, year one. one with the last no. one. That was the last one, which wasn't great. Yeah. Um, and there was there was the second analyze analyze that. Yeah. Which I don't think I don't remember if I saw, but the first and one is great. Mm. Analyze it. I mean, he had a bang in nineties. Yeah. And eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, he had a great fucking career. So this is him kind of slowing down, um, and maybe sort of, you know, that was a guy known for taking chances mm. in the early days in Hollywood, um, and maybe it's just, yeah, maybe there was just less room for that, or just comedy studio comedy to going in a different direction. Yeah, parents in very diff- very different movie. Um, this was sort of the last uh, of the I, dying era, like in a way. You know, it's like yeah, things yeah. really start to change in the early 2000s. I mean, literally comedies went from being this sort of like what this film sort of lives in and stuff to being like it really was like a little bit more lewd. Like we're getting into like the, you know, the um, the Apatow, the Apatow stuff. stuff. We're getting like, you yeah, know, the Will Ferrell stuff. Also, like what like I just mentioned, uh, fucking American Pie, like that sort of shit. Yeah. Like, do where's my car? These raunchy, teen raunchy crude. fucking crude yeah, movies, yeah. and yeah, that's, that's what. And yeah, and that's what he made back in the day, yeah. right? With the Lampoon movies and Animal House. Yeah. So it, he just he sort of grew out of it, but you know, he still hang around and make banging cameos, like in fucking Orange County. So yeah, yeah, it's true. And yeah, it's nice, it, you know, this is like Brendan Fraser as well, like coming into a, like we were saying at the top of the episode he's kind of coming into this sort of like this is what you'd kind of sit in this sort of style of movie i think probably mm-hmm. a little bit because of like he had to take it a bit easy because a lot of the action pieces and then you know like he stepped back i you know he would do like all like, i don't know like what was that fun like the furry something i don't know furry vengeance yeah, furry vengeance there's like a lot of weird yeah. films like this like you know he would do a few like big films like journey <laughs> to the center of the earth and uh there was a kid, there was, um, he was on marin recently and it, it's a good episode if you if you want it's very sort of intense conversation but there's a bit where you're talking about i think furry vengeance and he just sort of stopped and you know he'd work with like lots of animals and stuff and it's really hectic yeah. and sort of stressful work environment and he like stops and he just looked around and he's like is this really what I want to be doing for the rest of my life? <laughs> and I think that was he, yeah. and he, he was saying like that was sort of the beginning of him taking a step yeah. back he, from from Hollywood in general. He would sort of and taking time for him and his yeah, family. Yeah, he would know? disappear a bit. You, you know, if anything his voice would appear in things. He would do a lot of voice roles. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really disappear completely. It was just like he stuck a he, he took a step back. He was in a, like smaller bit roles if he was in films. And then yeah, he would also do yeah. some voice acting. And a lot of that was it was like I think a bit of needing to take a break to heal up his body. And then of course there's the whole like Hollywood Foreign Press Association thing. And then yeah, it's like vocal cord surgery, all sorts of shit. Like so yeah, I think it was just the time he just needed to step away. And I mean, I don't know. It's been fun going back and checking out these films from Brendan Fraser's early career and like the reasons why we loved watching them on our screens. But like at the same time, we've, we've done it. We've, we've been there. We've had some fun. Done that. Yeah. Like moving into the new millennium and stuff. 
I don't think I really want to live in the 2000s yet because, you know, Phil, you and I, we were like really hyped up for those early 90s stuff. We were. I missed the flannel. I missed the Munich. So, Phil, I missed the style. next week, what are we doing? We're stepping back in time. We're going back to the early 90s. 1993 to be exact, because we're 30 years Away from We're 30 years old. It's Philiversary. Philiversary. The Philiversary. Is that what, maybe that's what 30. you call it. The Philiversary. Yeah. Philiversary. <laughs> it's a. We're celebrating the year. This is like. The greatest. It's going to be a rolling theme throughout the entire year, uh, a running theme uh, where we're going to be li- <laughs> yeah. literally living in 93 for a long stretch of time for the next few weeks. <laughs> we're going to be watching a lot of 93 films. But then also we're going to like keep jumping back into 93. A lot of the films are going to be talked about this year. Phil and I have already like planned out most of the year. A lot of them are from 1993. So we're going to be jumping in and out. It's not all going to be 93, but we'll definitely be doing a lot of them. Uh, And for the long Mm. stretch of time coming up. And we've got like the perfect film to kick it off with. Literally the king of all. The biggest film of 93. Movies in 1993. Welcome yeah. to Jurassic Park, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing, We're doing it. it, man. I'm excited. It finally dude. happened. There's a lot of Spielberg coming up this year. I think I was looking at it mm, the other day. Perfect I swear timing. There's like the Fableman. Three different Spielberg films that are coming up in not 93 Spielberg. I'm just saying there's three different Spielberg films coming up this oh, year. Do Jumanji in the podcast. <laughs> do Jumanji. <laughs> Uh, but like, yeah, we'll we'll kick it off with uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. We won't spoil what else we've got in store, but there's a lot of fun stuff coming up as we move away from the Brinazans into the Filiversary. I'm excited for it. Mm. I've had fun with Brinazans, but like, yeah, you know, I think like getting too, uh, you know, bedazzled is sort of like, yeah, this is what's happening. We could have easily yeah, done yeah. Looney Tunes We've back in up. action, and it probably would have been Which I pretty love. much the same, though. It would have been like... The same episode. Eh, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> He's good yeah. at it. No, I love that movie. Go see Looney Tunes. Yeah. There's loads of Brennan movies I can recommend Definitely. on top of this. Obviously, we blocked from the past. Mm-hmm. I love that film. George's Jungle, Dudley Do-Right. Uh, yeah, Looney Tunes back in action is great. Um, his turn in Scrubs. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. Um, yeah. And his reach stuff, he's great in the whale, and I'm excited to see him in um, uh, this Scorsese flick he's going to be yeah. in. I, need to, I still need to see Hugh Soderbergh's last film, No Sudden yeah, News. I still need to see that. Um, and I want to watch Doom Patrol, because he's in that. And, and fucking Robot. Um, robot Man. But yeah, I mean, there's loads. You just forget how much great shit Brendan Fraser and then we've you know I feel like we've got we've had a nice sort of view of his sort of early mid-career mm-hmm. him blowing up and then him sort of settling down I think we've 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 showcased why we wanted to yeah do definitely it. there's a lot of he's great he's one of love, a kind he's lovely like for he's just yeah he's he's so cool he's just, and his films are great it was a lot of fun it was fun meeting him in person I mean like I love for instance, the scout is like such. Oh a yeah, movie. I need to watch that. So I fun. need to watch that one. And then yeah, he was in just a bunch of other. Maybe for Mister Baseball. Mr. Baseball. <laughs> he was just uh, he was in just a lot of fun stuff, you know, back in the day. And I think like who knows, who knows, 
maybe, just maybe, later this year, he might appear one more time. Oh, but but maybe not in the way you think. <laughs> <laughs> Get to mess with you. Yeah, anymore. can't wait. But uh, yeah, that's oh, it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Catch us next week. We'll be here with some 1993 films. Fighting dinosaurs. Fighting dinosaurs. <laughs> Like fucking Adam Driver in that new. I, new I'm really excited 65. to talk about Jurassic Park. It's gonna be really fun. I think like one of the fucking I, greatest I hope, films from my childhood. I'm gonna team it now. I hope um, I like it more this time. <laughs> what does that mean? Have you only seen it once? I've seen it a couple yeah. times. Weird. Did you not see it when you were a little kid? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you fucked up. I'm. I. Uh, I fucked up. That's why I won't watch E.T. Well, I've got a fun story about my first viewing of Jurassic Park. So Dude. We'll, we'll talk about that. Dude, you have a Liz Hurley story. I forgot. Oh, the Liz Hurley story. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> like, wait till, wait the, till end. the end. Jesus. Clickbait. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, my Liz Hurley story. Thank God was, I remember. It's not literally about Liz Hurley. It's just like a funny story. I want to hear it. My friend and I... Uh, we're playing music and stuff back in the like in my hometown. I was back in my hometown for a short stint before I moved to London for good. And this was about 2013. All right, so we're playing music with these older guys, right? Like, so there's all these like guys that, um, you know, like we're just like into bluegrass and stuff. And it was like a fun experience. All these older dudes, we would go like hang out in the main street in my hometown and just sit down and just play guitar all day, like out on a Saturday and then just go get a few beers after. Great time, whatever. One of the guys worked at the science center in my hometown and they were building this big like planetarium thing downtown. And the uh, guy who was like the head, I don't know, like, like contractor or something happened to be at this bar one night. Me and my friend went to this bar. It was, it was the weirdest experience. It was at this weird Mexican restaurant that was attached to this like fucking hotel that I always had weird feelings about. Cause that was where my dad like took uh, his mistress to when I was a little kid. <laughs> Just getting these deep, deep, deep secrets. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So I never liked going I there. I don't want to think about this. I never liked going there. But anyway, I was my friend. He was like, hey, let's go to this place. And I was like, all right, why are we going into this fucking hotel to drink at this like bar in a Mexican restaurant? And he was like, oh, it'll be fun. We go in. It was hilarious. We go in. There's this fucking contractor guy. He just, I don't know, America, people just start talking to you sometimes. So we're sitting yeah, at the yeah. bar. And he just like starts talking to us. And then I don't know how we got into like the story, but like we were, he knew the guy, Jeff Liverman, that we, uh, we, we were playing music with and stuff downtown. And he started like, I mean, there's so much about this story. I always laugh about, um, this guy just like, he was a contractor and he's just like, oh yeah, I know Jeff. Yeah. I've been working on the planetarium there, you know? We did such good work there, man. I tell you what, I tell you what, <laughs> he kissed my ring. He kissed my ring. So like he was saying that, and, like we were just like <laughs> dying laughing. Like me and my friend, just like we would always say it all the time. Just like, oh, he kissed he my kissed ring. My ring. <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and then like later, he's just getting all personal and, and shit. And like, I must've told him I was going to London. Like I was about to move to London. He was like, wow, oh, you're going to London. <sighs> he was like, you ever met Liz Hurley? 
<laughs> no. So that's what she could kiss, she could kiss my, my ring. ring. So that's what uh Oh, that was my Liz Hurley story. Hit her up. <laughs> This is what Liz Hurley did to men back in the day. And this was like years later. This is like years after the Liz Hurley peak, you know. Like you don't see uh, Liz Hurley anymore. Yeah, the hype anymore. had gone down. Like, dude, that that shit was so funny. She he's like, out of all the fucking women, you can tell he saw Bedazzled back in the day. He was just like, yo. Yeah, he's like, oh, I love that Bedazzle. She oh, ever if I had never wished with her. Liz Hurley. <laughs> Jesus, you call me. Yeah. All right. Well, now you guys know where my dad uh, cheated on my mom um, at, and uh, about the weird guy who said you kiss my ring, and uh, about my Liz Hurley story. <laughs> this whole arc was worth it just for that. It probably wasn't even that good of a story, but it's like it's a great story. You guys can all kiss my ring. Fuck off. <laughs> This podcast is presented by the Breadcrumbs Collective, home of the Pod Charles Cinecast, Caged In Coppola Connections, A Droop Town Limery Main, Franchised, and many more to come. Our shows are all presented ad-free and made possible by listeners like you. Please support our shows by subscribing, leaving ratings and reviews, and becoming patrons at patreon.com. If you'd like to learn more about Breadcrumbs, head over to breadcrumbscollective.com. Breadcrumbs. It's more than a podcast network. It's family.